Welcome to the Construction Tech Update. I'm your host, Spencer Powell. And in this podcast, we bring you the latest tech and innovation for the residential construction industry all in under 20 minutes. Today, I have Tim Mush with me of MarketSharp. Tim has spent the last 25 years developing and refining CRM systems for contractors in the home services industry space. Prior to that, he spent 15 years gaining experience in a family-owned remodeling company in central Wisconsin. And currently, Tim is Director of Business Development for MarketSharp Software, located in La Crosse, Wisconsin. MarketSharp has supplied computerized marketing solutions to over 4,000 of the country's most successful home services companies, including over 40% of qualified remodeler magazine's top 500. So let's dive into the show today. Hey, Tim, welcome to the show. Well, thanks, Spencer. Happy to be here. I appreciate the opportunity to sit down with you and talk about some technology things. Yeah, yeah, it's always fun. I always like learning about new tech and just ways that it can make you more efficient or do something a little better and or maybe something you weren't doing before that you should be doing. <laughs> so, exactly. um, maybe something you did before and stopped and maybe should continue. There you go. Well, before we get into you know market sharp and and all that good stuff, I guess what were you doing before that? Well, before market sharp, I was actually in a window replacement and door replacement business with my brother Dave, and uh, frankly, that's that led to market sharp being in existence. Because what I did one day is I decided to go get a computer. Now, this was in the '80s, and you probably don't remember much of that, but in 1984. There was an iconic Super Bowl ad by Apple Computer, and I think a lot of people have seen that ad because it's one of the most famous ads ever. And if you haven't, you should Google it and take a look. But I saw that ad, and uh, it made somewhat of an impact on me. And the impact it made is, I said, I don't know what that is they're advertising. And by the way, it was Macintosh computers that Apple was just releasing. I said, I don't know what those things are, but whatever they are, it looks like they possibly could change the world. And that was in about 1984. And then a few years went by and got to about 1987 or so. And I said, you know what? I'm going to get one of those things and try to figure out how to make it work in our business and help in our business, which I did. When I got a computer, frankly, what I got it for is to help create newspaper ads because that's what a lot of the advertising was back then. Sure. But the program had a, uh, the, the computer had a little programming language on it. I got curious and kind of dove into that programming language. And before I knew it, I could make that computer beep when you click the mouse. And I thought, holy crap, you can do anything you want with these things. I made that thing beep. <laughs> <laughs> and then what happened is a few years later, I just chipped away at creating what we now know as a CRM to help us in our business. Back then, those letters weren't even put together. <laughs> and uh, one day a window supplier came in and said, what's that? And I said, well, that box there is a computer because <laughs> not many people had them. He says, what does it do? So I showed him. He says, that's pretty cool. Want to show my boss this? And I go, I guess. So up to Minneapolis I go and show this owner of a window replacement manufacturing business this thing I created. He says, wow, I got a dealer meeting coming up. You want to show these guys? And I went, well, I guess. So I remember being in front of a group of about 150 of their dealers with a little nine-inch Macintosh black and white computer, no projectors <laughs> in, talking to them about this crazy thing I created. I think most of them thought I was from Mars, Spencer, but eight of them raised their hand and said, can I have one of those things? There you go. And I went, 
I guess. So that's product market fit right there, right? (laughs) Yeah. So that's how I got started. So I got started really as many things do from a need in the particular business that I was in, the window replacement business. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, just in, I think we've done, you know, maybe eight or so of these technology shows so far. And I feel like at least half of them, you know, the the solution came out of a direct need for the business. And then it was like, oh, I guess we could help other people do this too. So yeah, super cool. So let's let's fast forward, you know, to today. What what does the product look like now? Yeah, well, really again, what Margaret Sharp is in its general terms, it's a CRM, customer relationship management system. And that term's been out for a fair number of years now. But we think what we did that's a little unusual, a little cool, is we've created what we call an industry-specific CRM. So rather than just having a CRM that's capable off the shelf that you can get and try to tweak it to run your business, what we've done over the past few decades is we've kind of molded and shaped this CRM to have the, the functionality of it really match what the needs are in our particular industry the remodeling home improvement uh, industry as a whole. We also added some things in the CRM that were what we call smart CRM, meaning there's things like artificial intelligence and so forth that can really help make some decisions with data that can put you in a better position to be more effective and more efficient in your business. So what it looks like now is it's, it's a system that really relies on three groups of people that are worked with throughout this process, a group we call prospects, a group we call leads, and of course, a group we call customers. And it kind of handles the whole process from A to Z, meaning lead generation, all the way through completion of the job and beyond that. In other words, turning people into lifetime customers and raving fans. And uh, we've got about 340 built in what we call success elements in market chart. So again, it's not a blank CRM that's capable with nothing in it. It's a capable CRM that's loaded up with all sorts of reports and forms and marketing campaigns and texting templates, email templates, you know, everything that can be used by just plugging in, kind of like a franchise business mm-hmm. and using some of these best practices that we've discovered over the years. So that's kind of what it looks like now. In general, it's a CRM, but the industry-specific aspect of it is what's really important. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome because there's, you know, there's a million CRM, you know, programs out there. So I'm I'm curious cuz yeah, I'm a big believer in industry specific and, you know, niche solutions. I feel like a lot of times those end up being the best. What are a couple of the things inside MarketSharp that are industry specific that maybe you're most excited about that are solving, you know, some big challenges for those customers of yours? Yeah, again, in, in general terms, really what, what it can do is help help resolve business inefficiencies. You know, and there's, there's plenty of them that we have, all the way from the marketing and sales process to the production process, and all the way through maintaining a relationship with that customer. So some of the things that I find are very useful for lead generation, for example, it'll do very targeted marketing campaigns, you know, for example, around finished jobs, you know, to do some direct mail and also match up a whole whole bunch of web strategies around a direct mail campaign that's going to the 50, 100, 150 homeowners in the neighborhood, pointing to this new job you just finished and pointing to that happy customer. So it's using kind of old school technology with direct mail 
and new school technology with, with digital things on the back end, creating web pages with information about the job you just created, pictures of the job you just created, and so forth, to really make it to really make it useful to help get another job for every job you install in a given neighborhood. Secondly, one other use case that's critical is everything that a CRM can do for you in the lead conversion process. See, a lot of times we look at lead conversion as two things, generating a lead and selling the lead. And those two are certainly part of it, but there's actually about five things that are necessary in lead conversion. First off, it's generating inquiry, and then it's getting that inquiry to a set appointment with the people. And then it's taking a set appointment and getting it issued to a salesperson. And then once it's issued to a salesperson, it's got to go through the funnel, so to speak, and, and get as many of those actually presented or demoed as possible. And then the next thing is, yeah, you get a chance to make your sale. So that whole conversion process or funnel, so to speak, you know, is really where a lot of business gets lost. As a matter of fact, we, we have access to a ton of data at MarketSharp, essentially responsible for about $3.6 billion worth of installed remodeling and home improvement projects. And what we determine with all that data is about 14.2% of inquiries are turning into net sales, hmm. meaning there's a whole bunch falling through the cracks. Yep. Yeah, that's a lot. A <laughs> ton you can do to increase that efficiency we found that if you'll just get about 10% better at every one of those five things that I just mentioned, your business grows not by 10%, but by 60% because they compound. So kind of amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's super cool. And I couldn't agree more. I feel like, you know, lead follow-up and kind of all those things leading up to just the chance to, to demo there's so much missed opportunity in there. You said something a few minutes ago around artificial intelligence. What kinds of things are you guys doing there in terms of what data are you analyzing and then what's kind of the output? Yeah, sure. There's all sorts of connections you can make with contact people's names to find out a whole bunch of stuff about them. You know, maybe how their credit looks or maybe the value of their home and things such as, I mean, you can go on and on with this. There are called clusters out there. Or I forgot what they've really named those things, but some sort of clusters that put people into little subgroups of our American culture and makes it such where you can actually predict some of the behavior they might have. So there's a zillion things going on with access to all this data that's putting you in a position to like score leads, for example and say, you know, based on all this stuff we can grab on this individual, you know, it's very likely this person, you know, is more likely to end up being a customer than the next person. So that's the kind of stuff that we're continuing to refine. Yeah, that's cool. I feel like we're still in the the early innings on AI stuff and all the use cases. So it's super cool that you guys are early in into that and diving into it. And I'm sure five years from now, it'll, it'll look very, very different. But in terms of one of the things you and I kind of chatted about before hit and record is just right now, everyone's just seeing a huge influx of leads. And I would imagine like something like that AI tool where you can kind of develop a scoring system helps with that. But what are some other things that, you know, either a CRM like MarketSharp or just some strategies that people can be using right now to, to kind of deal with that huge influx? Yeah, and you're right about the influx. Who would have thought this? <laughs> I know. Yeah, last year we were all worried for about 45 days and then we all shot right. out of a cannon. <laughs> our world was going to end. And, oh my gosh, it's been crazy. Yeah. Um, 
But the influx, here's what I've learned over the years in being in this business. There's constant peaks and valleys. Now, we've really never experienced anything like we just did and are into right now. You know, so some might consider that a peak and you might go, wow, this is really awesome. But here's the danger of that. Oftentimes when things come too easy, sometimes we get a little bit lackadaisical in how we treat some of this stuff. And quite possibly, as a matter of fact, our data shows that throughout this period of things really rolling, conversion rates are actually down a little bit, probably because of that. Yeah. Things that, that can be done and CRMs can help with is speed to lead, especially with web leads. If you don't get to them like now, you know, a, a form submission or something like that, the chances of getting them converted an hour from now, a day from now, a week from now, or a month from now, whenever you finally get back to them, just fall off the face of the earth. So little things like that can help dramatically through this process and make sure we're, we're getting the most out of this influx of homeowners that, you know, have been stuck in their home for all these months and decided to make changes and also maybe had some money because they weren't going on vacations and all that kind of stuff. You know, so there's a bunch of those people out there. Now, will that taper off? I'm pretty sure it's going to. As a matter of fact, there's probably a bunch of inventory of sold jobs that have been taken off the shelf through this period that maybe would have lasted us for a few years. And when people go back to somewhat of a normal lifestyle, you know, some of this might not be available to us then. So we darn well better get as efficient as possible as we come through this and things go through a different cycle. Well said, well said. Yeah, I feel like uh, it's counterintuitive, but when things are running really good, that's the time to work on your systems and make sure you're taking on the right jobs and they're super profitable. And, you know, because yeah, before we know it, everything turns cyclical and you're going, what? You know, everything was was looking good. So no, I think that's that's good advice. So Tim, I know MarketSharp is part of Emmer Commerce and kind of the portfolio of companies there. I guess, what's the scoop and why is that a good thing for contractors and, you know, customers you guys are working with? Yeah, good question. You know, I'm thinking many of the listeners probably haven't heard of EverCommerce, although... Evercommerce has acquired a large number of companies in our space. So even if you haven't heard of them, you may be doing business with one of the companies that is now an Evercommerce company. So yeah, that's a good thing because what it does is it creates efficiencies for the companies like us to do a better job and offer better solutions. You know, what we are, MarketSharp is now part of one of the solution groups within the Evercommerce ecosystem of companies, along with, frankly, a company that was our competitor for years, Improve It 360, and also a company called RoofSnap. And when you think about it, the advantage of that is now someone comes to us, or for example, Improve It 360, says, hey, I want a CRM. Now what we can do is really analyze what needs they have. Because the products are somewhat different and have different strengths, weaknesses, things such as that. We can pretty much analyze what their needs are and point them in the right direction, you know, based on the fact that we are now somewhat one. They're two distinct products, but we're in a position now where we can point people in the right direction that matches their needs a lot better. So I'm really excited about the the Evercommerce connection. They're doing a great job putting together a, a bunch of companies that synergistically work together and make these tools as efficient as they possibly can be. 
Yeah, yeah, that's super cool. Well, Tim, we got got a few more minutes left. I got a couple more questions. I'm always curious, what do you think the future looks like for MarketSharp? I know in technology, there's always a product roadmap and new things that you want to build in. But in your mind, what does the future look like uh, the next three to five years? Yeah, good question. I think we already mentioned it briefly. I think the, the big part of the future is going to be the smart CRM concert, mm-hmm. uh, concept that artificial intelligence and things such as that. But also something that's huge is when you're, when you're trying to figure out how to help use technology in your business, one thing that's critically important is make sure the technology connects with other technologies. You know, there's things out there called APIs. And what those things allow is they allow two different products to be able to speak together and make them feel like one. And there are a ton of great tools that are being made available in our industry in in all specific areas of the business. And when you think about it, your CRM is really the core of all that. It really is a central part of all that. It's the hub. And having connectability with these other types of products is critical. So that's kind of one thing I see in the future of CRMs is that ability to connect as easily as possible with other things that are out there that are very useful to people. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, the the connection piece with that data so you don't have to manually transport and import and export and all that garbage is super important. Hey, Tim, if people want to check out MarketSharp or learn more about you guys, what's the best way to talk to somebody or get connected or get started? Yeah, I think probably the easiest way is just go to our website, marketsharp.com. Certainly there's things there where you can request a demo. And that's what I suggest. You know, if you think that you, know, you might want to take a look at an industry-specific CRM if you do not have one. You know, just give us 45 minutes. We'll get on the phone with you, give you a little overview of what the program's like, learn a little bit about your company, and see if it's a good match. As mentioned, we can also do the same with Improvement 360, again, to figure out which one is the best solution for you. So that's what I suggest, Spencer, is just, just give us some time. And kind of in closing... You know, my suggestion to people in this industry is is essentially two words. Embrace technology. Don't necessarily run from it. Because if you do, you know, there's going to be some trouble. Because it's here whether we like it or not. And it's not going away. So I think embracing technology is a great message. And that's why I love what you're doing, Spencer. You're bringing these technology points out to the public so they can learn about this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, obviously I couldn't agree more, which is one of the reasons we started this show. But I think, I think it's really sound advice. You know, technology is just, I I forget what the saying is. Uh, It's one of the investment guys. I think he said software is eating the world and it's just because it's solving a lot of problems. It's helping a lot of companies get more efficient and, you know, help with different parts of our job. So absolutely. Yeah, I definitely recommend you guys go check out MarketSharp, you know, book a demo, see if it's a good fit. And Tim, thanks so much for joining me today. This was great. You're very welcome, Spencer. Thanks for the opportunity. Hey, thanks for listening to the Construction Tech Update. Go check out MarketSharp over on their website. Do a demo, see if it's a good fit. And we will see you next time.